Welcome to a spooky Halloween edition of Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast. Pumpkin on all cylinders with me, Yorma Kirko, and him, Ray Nah. And this episode, 44, is going to be spectacular, Jimster. I can feel it. <laughs> We're back at our local juicer. Cheers, Jimmy. Cheers. Thumbbone <laughs> Turkey. For our Halloween special creature feature ghosts and ghoulies and all the usual micmac paddywhack tomfoolery we've also got every trick-or-treat in the book so welcome to episode 44 and don't forget you can also find all the old episodes on grow radio uk where you can find hundreds of interesting podcasts that you never even thought about 24 7 Yes, uh, you used that spectacular joke last year, actually, I seem to recall, because I was listening to it last week, but it uh, doesn't matter, why don't you listen, if you're out there in podcast land, why not listen to our show from this time last year? Um, we've got Morgan Friedman reading us a moving Halloween poem, we've got True or False, Posts of the Week, and Loud Grossman will be back in the latest instalment of see through the arsehole where he takes a peek through an unpleasant celebrity's house as we try to guess the owner of the house from its contents now ray did you uh, did you used to watch that program that loud grossman used to present yeah i think i know who the guy is true the arsehole and believe me he's a real arsehole yeah, yeah, he is. I'm absolutely sure that that was where they got that thing from on um, on Wayne's World, where Garth is looking through Benjamin's, uh, who was played by Rob Lowe, Benjamin's house, and he he finds a diary, and it, it says something like, uh, you know, uh, rip off a couple of small time local TV presenters, and then he, he finds he finds some condoms, and he said, ribbed for her pleasure. Ooh. And I'm sure it's from that, but I'm sure that there's a chance that some American listeners might uh, might say that it was from something else. But anyway, there we go. <laughs> so, in the meantime, let's go over to Morgan Friedman, who's reading another original poem about Halloween. You know, Shakers, Halloween is my favorite holiday. It's a night I always enjoyed. The Celts say it's the night when the dead walk among us, but for most people it's a night of fun. Parties, costumes, and a reminder that the summer's over, but the winter is nothing to fear. But there's a dark side to Halloween that reminds me of my own mortality and whispers to me that I'm no longer twenty-five. Last year this hit me hard, and I knew I was a tired old man. So I wrote this somber coming-of-age poem about my most personal, intimate Halloween fears, the fears I can't discuss in real life, the fear that summer has ended. Halloween, I'm Morgan Friedman. At the end of October, it's Halloween. It's the scariest night you've ever seen. Pumpkins glowing with eerie delight. Witches on broomsticks taking flight. 
bobbing for apples at my friend's party. Bending over, I feel a bit farty. I sure regret eating those beans. This could be the smelliest Halloween. Women in costumes dressed like witches I could score if there aren't any hitches. Their makeup make them look so hot I could take one to my ghoulish cot and say to the blonde one, trick or treat. But I might regret what I had to eat. She offers me chocolate, plain old candy, I have to admit. I'm starting to feel a bit randy. I realize now, if I'm gonna ride her, I have to focus on pumpkins and spiders. I have to focus on clean things, try not to burst, so I'm not sure what I should do first. In her witchy hat, I hope she'll linger, so why do I make her pull my finger? I'm a fool, and out comes a fart. Through the ghostly door, I will dart. Sadly, it was the same story last year. At Halloween, I need to stay off the beer. Jack-o'-lanterns spookily lit, just my luck that I've got the shits. At the end of October, it's Halloween. It's the scariest night you've ever seen. <laughs> Bend it over, I feel a bit farty. This could be the uh, smelliest Halloween. <laughs> You know, I, I've got my, well, they, they just actually left today, but my sister and sister and husband and um, two nephews are, um, have been over here for the last couple of days. And uh, the youngest nephew, Rohan, he's, he's incredibly funny. But he, he said to me, um, you know, are you, are you still doing the podcast? I, I said, yeah. And uh, he said, yes, mummy listens to it from time to time, but I'm not allowed to because apparently it's a bit rude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it turns out that he likes Morgan Freeman, so I, you know, Morgan sends me the, his things by MP3, so I played, went to a restaurant yesterday and I played him a couple of Morgan's recordings and he was chuckling his head off. He actually got the root jokes a bit more than he possibly should have done. <laughs> I love the part, I'm gonna ride her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to feel a little bit randy. <laughs> Indeed. Should we go over and do true or false, Ray? Alfred Hitchcock oh. had a rare condition birth called atelia. Eh? Absence of the nipple. Mm. True or false? What a weird, weird concept that is. Um, well, we don't actually need nipples, do we? Unless we're a member of the woman community. Um... We're not talking about breastfeeding here, pal. No, I know exactly, but that, that's all they're for, isn't it, really? Um, <laughs> no, I said that's all they're for, Ray. You think what you want in your filthy little Halloween mind. Um, I think I, I did hear about the celebrity who had that. I couldn't remember the bloody word for it, but what's it called again? Arathemia. What did you say? No, no. 
at Helia. H-E-H-E-L-I-A. Helia. Okay. Um, it's odd. I mean, you are odd yourself, so I was going to say, why Why would anybody have come up with an idea like that had it not been true, but that you do a few odd things from time to time. However, I'm not sure you would have thought that, so I'm going to say that that was true. False. <laughs> Alfred <laughs> didn't have a belly button. Oh, okay. How the hell did he not have a belly button? Although born with one, Jimmy, as it is an essential... I was going to say. Essential for uh, early human development. At some point in his life, Jimmy, Alfred uh, Hitchcock, belly button was surgically removed, and it is said that during one of his many operations done on his belly, a doctor had stretched skin over the area where the belly button used to be. Well, do we have any idea why? No, Jimmy, and you're not going to start Googling. No, I'm not. I'm far too tired to start Googling things whilst I'm talking. I'm pretending that I'm not Googling, but I mean, that's just mad. But then again, you know, today in this influencer age and all that, if Alfred Hitchcock were around today and they found out that was what he was doing, in Istanbul, in a year... Half of the world would be coming here to have their belly buttons surgically removed, just like they're doing with what do they have taken off their noses, their added teeth and hair follicles and various other body parts, don't they? But exactly, yeah. But seriously, back to old Hitchcock. Uh, when I was a kid, a little lad, uh, when he used to come out on one of his shows, he used to walk out with that big, big. Fat belly, Jimmy. I remember Jimmy when I was a young lad, when he used to come out on one of his shows. He used to come out with that big, big, fat belly. But bar that, he was better known for his writings and movie suspense. Agreed? Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, he always kept me in suspenders. Sorry, su- suspense. <laughs> <laughs> his most famous line, Jimmy, was, "There's no terror in the bang." only in the anticipation of it. And Jimmy, you didn't probably know this, or the Shakers, he suffered ovaphobia, a horror of eggs, Shakers. <laughs> he said, I'm terrified of eggs, he told the press in 1963. Worse than terrified. They absolutely revolt me. Have you ever seen anything more revolting than an egg yolk breaking and spilling its yellow fluid. I've seen lots of things more revolting than that. <laughs> Seriously, my brain is scrambled. <laughs> <laughs> my my brain's fried. <laughs> Hitchcock was a practical. Oh, Jim, you're a joke again, aren't you? <laughs> Many of his films have one-word titles. Rebecca Spellbound wrote Psycho Frenzy Virgo. The most famous scene in Hitchcock's movie, Jimmy, arguably the most pivotal, most iconic scene, without a doubt, in Psycho remains a masterful, even by today's standards, Jimmy. But I tell you what, that's a lot more shocking. You know, uh, Norman masturbates 
you know, our masters oh, and mermaids, exactly. <laughs> Stabbing all those people, that's a lot more shocking than somebody sticking a fork in an egg. Go and spit my drink out with it. Psycho 2. Shovel to the head scene, Jimmy. I still hear the twang of that spade. Uh, the poison mm -hmm. takes effect, and Mrs. Spool, I think that's from my memory, Mrs. Spool, she was Norman's aunt and the main antagonist of the 1983 flick. Mrs. Spool begins to cough at the table after the poison kicks in, and Norman, the dirtbag, the cocksucker, picks up a nearby shovel and bang, whack, clean in the back of the head, Jimmy. Yeah. Why does that remind me of Christy Moore's song? Don't forget to shovel if you want to go to work. <laughs> Mind your sandwiches. <laughs> he said, finish your sandwich. <laughs> Who knows, maybe one inspired the other. I have no idea. <laughs> what a sandwich. Or should you finish that sandwich before you get a whack of the fucking shovel? <laughs> Jimmy, back to the belly button. As a great Irish philosopher once quoted, why is it that when... I touch the inside of my belly button. I get a weird, uncomfortable feeling in my John Thomas. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if some of our dirtbag shakers would be experimenting with that later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jimmy, wait a second. In theory, theoretically speaking, do you clean your belly button? I kid you not, Shakers, we don't often think about our belly buttons. But like the rest of our body, they need to be cleaned, pal. After today's show, Shakers, we'll be scrubbing the feck out of the belly buttons, Jimmy. <laughs> Study found that 67 different types of bacteria are in the average belly button. Most belly buttons have crevices that can collect dirt and bacteria. Well, I'm sure they can. I think the, the secret is with belly buttons, really. You, uh, you, you wash them before it dries off. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, Jimmy, <laughs> I don't know why this came up, but as it is the uh, witching month and creature feature and the uh, creepy real uh, month, uh, making nursery rhymes creepy or sounding more scary. Now, seriously, Jimmy, thank God I never did that during bedtime stories for my son. Could you imagine me going to my son's bed and saying, Humpty, Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty, Dumpty had a great fall. I think you traumatized the, the poor lad. All the king's horses... Jimmy, I want you to do background scary instrumental music tonight. We'll see what I can do. I bet you that's what Alfred Hitchcock's father did to him, and that's why he's frightened of uh, a couple of boilers or, or poachers. That's why. I felt I was going to get a spade in the back of the head for doing that. <laughs> no, Jimmy, you, you just do you have a favourite bedtime story, Jimmy, that you would like to do 
spooky voice too. No. I tell you something, I'll give you one. Try old man. Old man. You're scaring me, Ray. You're scaring me. <laughs> Rumors are coming out, Jimmy, seriously, that they are making a piss take of The Exorcist. Oh, yeah? And it's to be renamed, and with a kinkier cast edition, called The Sexorcist. <laughs> okay. And if, Jimmy, and I repeat, if and if they go dogging, she will be turning her head to look back at you, literally. Oh, bones about it. <laughs> <laughs> Creature feature, Jimmy, you're going to love this. Angela Lansbury. Name rings a bell? No. Murder, she wrote. Oh, Murder, she wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was she the, the woman who played the main character or the writer? Yes, and she was the writer as well. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the yeah back in the early seventies in uh, America, Angela's two teenage children fell in with a bad crowd, Jimmy, and started doing drugs, etc. So she moved them to Cork in Ireland to right. get them away from the bad crowd, Jimmy. Her daughter, in particular, was enthralled by the leader of the group, who it turned out to be. Charles Manson. Oh, as in the hippie serial killer terrorist nutcase. Scariest. Junior? That is. That is. My goodness. Mm. Oh, a bit of information on Hitchcock, Jimmy. People were saying that Hitchcock uh, was the Harvey Weinstein of his area. No, that was just speculation. While Hitchcock had a dark and controlling side, Jimmy, I never heard any evidence that he came anywhere close to the degree of sexist, abusive conduct described by Weinstein. Tip Hedren, Jimmy, who starred in The Birds 1963, wrote in her memoir, published in 216, the director did sexually harass her, but no other women made yeah well I, I think as we've said before it was a very different day wasn't it where people didn't think they were going to be listened to if it's just one accusation what can you say you can't you can't prove it if i ever heard a second person say that it had happened i think he would be very much in the dirtbag camp wouldn't he wouldn't he just chips around yeah, yeah. We've not heard anything about uh, Johnny Depp, have we? Uh, not Johnny Depp, the other one. Um, what's, he, what's his name? Johnny Logan. No, oh, fuck off. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no, what's he called? The uh, Russell Brand. We've not heard anything about him lately, have we? And, but I'm sure that'll come out. Oh, I'm sure it will. Any, later, anybody out there listening on Black Milkshake has ever had an unfortunate experience with uh, Russell Brand. Please 
is where she can come forward. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Halloween Jimmy, released yesterday, Wednesday, October 25th, 1978. Yikes. Are you feeling old yet, Shakers? That's 45 years ago yesterday. Fucking hell. Mm. Classic. Yeah. But they're talking about um, things on the screen from 40, 45 years ago. You might recall that last week, uh, Declan and Mowgli from Hackett Technologies in Cross Malinor, Ireland, found us a lovely bit of audio about Vladimir Putin, who was trying to cheat Dennis and Oz from our Fidesz pet. And we got quite a few, quite a lot of positive feedback from that one. And uh, a pal of mine, um, Chris Peebles, hello Chris, uh, from Fife in Scotland sent a nice joke in about that one actually. And uh, oh, Chris, you'd like Chris. He's an absolutely amazing musician. But what he what he said, and he said you have to read this out in a strong Geordie accent. So let's see, uh, let let's see what um, we we've got there. So um, right, okay. So Ray, in in my strong Geordie accent, so what's the difference? Between an Australian marsupial and a Geordie stuck in a lift. Well, I haven't got a clue, pal. I'm interested in finding out. Well, one's a kangaroo and the other kangaroo. <laughs> and for any people who are not familiar with the dialect of the northeast of England, um, kangaroo means can't get out. So, uh... <laughs> Thanks a lot for that one, Chris. I did chuckle. I was drinking a cup of coffee at that moment uh, when I read that, and I, I spat some of it out. Um, so um, it must have amused me. Now, Chris Ray is a phenomenal, phenomenal singer and uh, guitar player. He's got one of the most powerful voices that performs, and he leads a very popular open mic session in the village uh, where I live when I'm, when I'm not here. I, I've been trying to get Chris onto the show for quite a while. Um, and I, I think we should get him one day. Chris, Chris is a good laugh, but we're going to play one of his songs uh, at some point as well. Um, anyone interested in, in Chris, Chris Peebles, just look him up on YouTube and you'll see a couple of um, videos of one of the most powerful voices that you have never heard of. So... Anyway, this week, Declan and Mowgli sent us some original audio for us from the obscure Norwegian TV channel. So here is Lau Grossman with See Through the Soul. Good evening. Tonight, join me, Lau Grossman, as we invite you to see through the arsehole. Celebrities, would you save one from a fire? I know I wouldn't, but hey, you do you, boo. Tonight... We invite you to come with me as we journey through another famous arsehole's house and try and figure out who owns it as we see through the arsehole. Here in the sitting room, we have four life-size cutouts of the Donald Trump. It would appear that the mouth, nipple, and crotch have been cut out to form easily accessible holes. Maybe tonight's arsehole likes to get intimate with other powerful morons. As we move around the room, we can see an impressive bookshelf with just two books on it, Katie Hopkins. Johnny Foreigner, can get back in the sea, sitting right beside Meghan Markle. A life in pictures. Let's take a look at the second one. Oh, well, this is weird. There's crudely pasted face cutouts of tonight's arsehole over Prince Harry's face and some photos, 
and the words, why won't you love me, scrawled in what looks like pig's blood. Moving on, the bedroom. There is a huge mirror on the ceiling and some saucy underwear on the bed. Oh, and a crumpled up Union Jack on the floor. Looks like our arsehole has been doing more than saluting this flag. The kitchen has some scraps of paper which look like diary entries. Let's have a quick read. 2003. Scooped an award for journalism, fobbed off Paxman by telling him I was terrified of phone hacking and I would never dream of using it to win awards. What a sap. 2004. Hosting an awards ceremony. Hope I don't run into Jeremy Clarkson. Maybe he'll be fine about me running that story about him having an affair. It's not as if he's a violent man. So, Black Milkshake listeners, who is this week's celebrity asshole? <laughs> Now, when uh, the lads got in touch this week with that, you you were a bit confused at first, weren't you? You weren't sure who it was. And who who was it that you thought it was at first? Actually, I I was even going to say Billy Crystal. I don't even know why I was going to say that. Yeah, I I wasn't completely sure about that either, but I I think some of the clues were there. If anybody at home has an idea, uh, we would invite you to tell us, but we're going to give you the answer before that anyway. So you had a second think about it, didn't you, Ray? And um, we came up with... Who who did you conclude that it was? I concluded it was a bit of a (laughs) gobshite. Yeah, I think that's the point. I've seen it through the arsehole. It was a big bollocks of a gobshite. <laughs> My God. But seriously, Jimmy, did you know that that same bloke that we're going to tell everybody in a few minutes, he had a cameo role in Home Alone 2, the beloved Christmas movie, Lost in New York. Was it Donald Trump? Because <laughs> he, was, he was in... He was in one of the Home Alones. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this gobshite played the pigeon lady, a nameless, homeless woman who tends to pigeons in Central Park. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, that was... Um, it's an awful insult to Brenda. Brenda. Brenda, oh, Brenda uh, Freco, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I take that back. Um, but Brenda Fricker actually quite looks like... Um, that person in question, it has to be said. I'd never thought about it before. And if you didn't know who it was, it was Pierce Dorgan. Sorry, Pierce Morgan. <laughs> Black Milkshake, best posts of the week. Uh, Post of the week, we are going to go back, a back track of an old joke Jimmy sticking with the uh, witching month uh, creepy real creature feature uh, it comes from Anthony Stevenson in Leeds England Jimmy hi Anthony I got a hunch shakers you're gonna like this after Quasimodo's funeral the next Sunday his identical twin brother Farsimodo that no one knew he ever had was so devastated that he vowed to take up his brother's mantle. Mm-hmm. Realizing devastated, but go on. What can I not say that, Jimmy? <laughs> well, you can if you want to leave some letters out. Anyway, get on with it. He was devastated. Realizing that the funeral got out right before that he had to ring the bells for the first time. He made a, a really big dash to the spires of Notre Dame. He legged it as fast as he could, 
grabbing the ropes in the nick of time to ring the bells gloriously and gorgeously, Jimmy. In his haste, he swung the bells way too hard and the bell returned to him only to bang, wallop, slap, smack, smash his face, Jimmy, in and cause him to fall from the tower to a bloody mess. Someone could be heard to yell out, Hey, who is that? The answer came back from the front of the crowd. I don't know his name, but he's a dead ringer for his brother. <laughs> a real dead ringer for brotherly love, eh? <laughs> okay, great. Uh, that's all, folks. Um, we are back next week, although Ray and I will be in different countries, so we're, I'm going to be in Greece, Ray's going to be here in Turkey, so we're not going to be in the local juicer, unless Ray does it with and gets his microphone fixed up on his own. Um, so we're going to play you out with uh, Michael Maloney, who is on the show next month. Michael, the phenomenal talent that we told you about before. Here he is playing Elton John's Rocket Man. She packed my bags last night pre-flight Zero hour, 9am And I'm gonna be high As a kite by then I miss the earth so much Miss my wife It's lonely out in space Yeah.
That's a very youthful, revamped version of that, Jimmy, mm-hmm. if I may say so. Isn't it? But it's, it's really impressive, though. It's really impressive. M- Michael writes a lot of his own songs as well. Um, uh, it'll be great getting him on, telling us how he goes through it and how he manages that with being a 17-year-old schoolboy at the same time, yeah. as, well, as def- well as being famous. Uh, many thanks for your support of Shakers. If you listen on Apple, we'd love a five-star review. But if you don't have Apple, please share this link on social media and tell a friend why they should listen. Please get those poetry requests in. Maybe a last in translation story also. Yeah, uh, Morgan would love to hear your poetry requests. All you need to do is suggest a topic and he will write something about it. So... Special thanks to Morgan Friedman, Declan and Mowgli at Hackett Technologies in Crossmalina, Michael Maloney, Jamie T. Murphy, James Joyce, Irish Pub, Istanbul, Grow Radio UK, Eamon McAndrew. And that's another wrap, Shakers. Wishing you all a happy Halloween. Stay safe, don't get grabbed by the ghoulies. And on a final note, you gorgeous shower of Shakers. Don't forget to wash your belly buttons later. Good. Good skill. <laughs> Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast was presented by Ray Mack and Yormer Kierko and was produced by James Kirk. No animals or copyright were violated during the making of this podcast. Black Milkshake 2023.